you're feeling as a business owner that you can't speak on something until you have X amount of followers, like Mm, that's the same concept of chasing a number with the scale is you're, you're waiting to step into who you were created to be until you feel ready. And that's not, you're never going to feel ready if you keep waiting for that. Welcome to the Coffee with Courtney podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Marie, web designer and CEO of Courtney Marie & Co. After building a multiple six-figure design agency, I wanted to create a podcast to share everything I've learned and am still learning to help you grow your business. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts, share tips on branding, marketing, business, and so much more. So if you're ready to learn how to run a successful business and stand out online, grab your cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have with me a friend, a client, a business colleague, (laughs) Um, my friend Jordan Gomez with me today. Um, I've known Jordan for the last few years, kind Mm -hmm. of when I first got into the online space. Um, So this is a treat today to have you on and thanks for coming on. I'll let her introduce herself. Um, So take it away. Yes, Courtney, thanks for having me. Um, Like Courtney said, my name is Jordan Gomez. Um, You can call me Jago, most of my friends do. Um, I'm a health and confidence coach. And we've, yeah, you really helped me like rebrand my business, do all that fun stuff. And um, yeah, so you've been there since all the different pivots that have come up. But yeah, Yeah. thanks for having me today. (laughs) Yeah, super excited. Um, So why don't you tell the listeners what you do where you're from, how long you've been in business, um, and we'll just go from there. Awesome. So, um, I am a health and confidence coach focused on helping specifically women step into their most confident selves. Um, not necessarily just focusing on weight loss, but starting to, um, just show up on unapologetic. I told you before this episode, I was like, I'm going to mess up this word. It's okay. We'll start with me. But yeah, just showing up unapologetically as who you are and really setting goals um, that align with your values, asking why when it comes to that. So I help women step into their confidence every single day. I absolutely love what I do. Um, I've been online for, shoot, like three to five years. I started off as like a trainer in a gym, that whole, um, song and dance. So I guess technically 10 years I've been in the fitness industry, but I've really shifted in the past couple. I love it. Kind of same journey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, that pivot life. And then, um, I'm originally from Cary, North Carolina, currently in Charlotte with my husband. Um, and yeah, loving life. (laughs) <laughs> Loving, living our best life. That's, that's literally my motto this year. I keep yes. saying it. I'm 29 going into 30s, so I'm ready. Hey, to I just, yep, I just turned 30, and it's like, oh my god, this. I feel I'm that. so grateful to be here. It's Hell yeah. amazing. Your 30s are your best years. I'm feeling I'm it. I'm here. I'm ready for it. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, cool. So what I like to do is I like to start with rapid fire, get to know you a little more. Um, so I'm just gonna list off a few questions. First answer that comes to mind, and we'll dive into today's episode. Uh, So what book has had the biggest impact on your life? Ooh, I just finished reading this, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I feel like I've heard of that. The Power of Now. 
That's a good one. I'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. It's the power of Malbert Eckert Toll, and it's super powerful. Um, if you're anyone that's really focused on future goals, building your business, building your life, and you struggle to stay in your present moment, mm. that you need this book. It's it's changed my life for real. So, like every entrepreneur in the first yes, one or two literally. years, <laughs> everyone, no, legitimately. It was me or three to five. I mean, you kind yeah, of three three to five. this crazy burnout mode. So yes, definitely recommend that book. <laughs> yeah. You're dabbling yours. Um, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned in business? There are a lot that I've learned, but I would definitely say don't start when you feel ready. Start mm. sooner. Start now. That's um, so good. Don't wait. Yeah. And that applies to everything in life. There's oh, yeah. never Literally a perfect everything. time. Never a perfect time. <laughs> and you'll figure it out. Uh, favorite quote or mantra? Okay. So I'm going to go with quote. Um, it's by Marianne Williamson. And it's, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And that one's just resonating with me for almost a decade now. It's I love that. We favorites. should dive into that in the episode too. Ooh, I absolutely would love to. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good one. Okay, what does success mean to you? Ooh, you know, I actually had to ask myself this question um, because a lot of times when you enter the coaching industry, you can let me know if you feel this, you get told what your success should look like, mm-hmm. what it should look like to you. And you know, I got to the point where I was doing 10K months and that's not it. It's yeah, really not it's it. Not. Um, so success to me is truly like living a life that feels purposeful, living a life that I feel like I've designed and not someone else. And then when it comes to what I'm doing, it's always doing something that scares me. So for example, this past year, um, I hosted a live retreat during a pandemic. It was crazy and one of the coolest things I've ever, ever done to impact so many women in person. Um, So that felt like success to me and had nothing to do with money. Not that money's bad. I definitely have a great relationship with money, but I've gotten there and recognized that if that is the sole thing that you're looking for your success from, you will feel so empty once you get there. Yeah, 100%. I totally felt that too. Like you're told you should hit 20K, 30K, 50 months. I'm like, wait, why am I posting how much I make when it's like not even, it's so irrelevant. Yep. I feel that so hard. (laughs) We can talk about that literally. Yes. It it applies to everything. (laughs) Yes. Um, What what piece of advice would you tell your younger self? Mm. Stop trying to please everyone and fit into a box and start stepping into who you are now. Again, it has to do with like going into where you're at now. Um, I don't know about you, but, or if you're listening, if you're a recovering people pleaser, that's me. Mm, Constantly was saying yes to other people. I don't know if it's middle child syndrome, like always trying to be the peacemaker and do what was best for everyone else and never doing what I felt like was right for me to the point where I didn't even know what I wanted when people would ask me or when I would ask myself. So to start doing that and stop worrying about what it, like what other people might think of you, just do it, be unapologetic about it. And you're going to be so much happier in the long run. Yeah. Oh my gosh, all of this applies to our episode today. I love it. Love it. <laughs> uh, so diving right into it. Today we're going to be talking about confidence and really showing up online or in relationships or in your workplace Everything. Um, and just being unapologetically, wow, I was able to say it, unapologetically yes. you. Yes. Yes. Um, 
and just showing up confident because I think especially as women like we struggle with this so much yes like you can be a confident person but you can also have all these insecurities that you're constantly working through so let's just dive right in what made you want to become a confidence life coach like help women through confidence Oh, this is good. And I love how you just phrased that. So I want to come back to that as well um, when it comes to confidence. But I, you know, starting in the health industry, you realize that so many women that you're working with are trying to feel more confident in their skin. And in their mind, they think if I weighed this amount, then I would be confident. And honestly, I had that same journey, that same thought process. And I I've been smaller than I am now. And I was not more confident. If anything, Mm -hmm. I was less confident. I was constantly questioning myself. I was in my head. I was worried about what other people would think. I was afraid to wear certain things or do certain things or say certain things. And I felt so trapped because all I was focused on was this number. Mm -hmm. And I was able to finally break out of that. And once I started to um, step into my confidence with the gym and not focus so much on losing weight, but really focused on actually feeling strong, that completely shifted my mindset about fitness and nutrition and all of that. And I realized that you can tap into that confidence, not just in fitness and nutrition, but in every other aspect of your life. So I started to do that in my own journey where I was like, what if I just start, you know, doing things and not worrying about what other people would think. So I just, you know, (laughs) quit my job, went full-time online, didn't care that so many people told me it was stupid or that the internet was going away or that it was, (laughs) (laughs) oh well, yeah, all these things. It wasn't secure. You don't have a 401k. Like F that, you can invest and get, make way more than a 401k. Mm But I started to do that and I started to see that I was able to show up and by stepping into that confidence, by focusing more on what I wanted for my life, it had a better impact on everything else. Like I was saying, so like my relationships got better and stronger. I was more confident in the bedroom. I was more confident um, just communication wise. I had more confidence in my friendships. I had more confidence Mm -hmm in work settings and speaking up for myself. And I wanted to help other women tap into that confidence as well. So I just knew I couldn't just talk about nutrition anymore because it was so much more than that. (laughs) It is. It's so much more. Like I wanted to bring this up because you feel this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay. So like turning 30, it, it doesn't feel different, but it does something internally. Mm. I don't know what it is. Like you give less fucks. I'm going to curse. Yes. (laughs) As you get older, you gain, I think you gain that confidence naturally through life experiences. Um, Yes, you have to work at it. But I think over time, like, I don't know, I was in Tulum for my birthday and Mm -hmm. I was having a photo shoot and the photographer says, okay, like take off your cover up. I'm like, no, no, that's okay. Like, it's okay. Um, And he takes, like, I'm in my swimsuit Mm -hmm. and I get the pictures back and I kid you not, I can't believe I'm sharing this, but I kid you not, I look at it. I'm like, is that what I look like? Mm. I was like, I've been so harsh or like Mm -hmm. such a critic to myself. I'm like, Oh my God, like I actually look good. Amazing. And you're actually like owning it. <laughs> yeah. And I think as you get older, like that's the key, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter like what your body looks like compared to so-and-so, mm-hmm. what your number on the scale is. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the stronger you are in the gym, like the healthier you feel your body. 
gone through this in fitness coaching. Like mm-hmm. we should be thankful for what our bodies allow us to do at yeah. the end of the day and just be confident in our skin and you know, whoever, wherever, like as mm-hmm. long as you love yourself, like you'll radiate that love towards others. Oh, it's so true. And you can feel that. And that's why when you look at certain people that regardless of their size, you're like, oh my God, they're so confident. Like I want that. And then you're thinking like, oh, I can't have that. And you start to say like, you start to list off all the reasons why you can never be that confident. And I think, um, I was listening to something, I think it was Mel Robbins who was talking about how it's so easy for us to, when we set a goal to, basically put ourselves down and tell us why we couldn't reach that goal, why we're not able to be like them. We see someone else having something that we want, maybe it's confidence. And then we immediately like, Oh, I could never have this because of X, Y, and Z. I have kids. I'm overwhelmed. I, I don't eat right or whatever. I'm not the right size. But in reality, like if we started to tell ourselves why it's possible for us and instead ask, why not me? You're able to step into that now. Exactly mm-hmm. how you said you, I'm so proud of you with your, your photo shoot, by the way, that's Thank awesome. You. And like, I'm sure like, have you been smaller than you are now? Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't, I was even less confident. Exactly. It's not about the size. And that comes back to like the book that I was reading. I'm so crazy because I was reading it this morning for like an hour. Cause I'm crazy. But, um, about the power of now was just talking about, you know, how important that is. And it's the same with like feeling confident. If you're feeling as a business owner that you can't speak on something until you have X amount of followers, like that's the same concept of chasing a number with the scale is you're, you're waiting to step into who you were created to be until you feel ready. And that's not, you're never going to feel ready if you keep waiting for that. Yeah. I I mean, I struggled with that when I first got into business, like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, I don't have 10,000 followers. Like, why would they want me on the podcast? Or why would, like, who am I to do this? Mm -hmm. But once you step into that, you know, you are the same as Susie, as John, as Mm Tim. I don't know why I picked these (laughs) names, but (laughs) uh, you are the same. Like, you are what makes you, you different. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, what's your skill set? And it really comes down to confidence. So like, let's break that down. What is mm-hmm. the definition of confidence? Mm, I'm not going to go, not going to go Webster's here. So if you guys no. want to look up the Webster's, yeah. I can go for it. But when it comes to confidence, I, I see it as showing up as your highest self, showing up mm-hmm. as, um, who you were created to be. And then when, when you think of it, when you look at someone who's confident, you're not just thinking, oh, this is what confidence looks like. And it's like one size or shape. It's truly how someone carries themselves, how they hold themselves, um, how people will like, basically when I see confidence is like, you don't care what anyone else is doing. You're just very focused on you. And in a way that's going to lift other people up too. like mm-hmm. you said, with the light is like, your light is literally shining through when you see someone that's confident and when you're stepping into that and it allows other people to tap into that confidence as well. I think that's an important thing to differentiate when it comes to confidence. Yeah, I love that. I think it's also having a sense of groundness Mm. or groundedness. Is that the word? Feeling grounded, Um, Like peace. Like I feel like confidence, once you're confident in yourself and so grounded, Mm -hmm. you don't have anything to prove. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're essentially unfuckwithable. So like no one can fuck with you because – 
no matter me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, no matter what is going on seriously though no matter what's going on no matter who comes at you like you're not going to shake from who you are because you are so grounded in that and that's something that i think very few people have but they do all have it within them like they haven't mm-hmm. tapped into it yet yet it's possible for everyone to get to that point you know so let's break that down what are the pieces that you've had to learn yourself mm. to get to that point of unfuckable with. <laughs> we'll call it unshakable because I can't do these words. I'm like, okay. telling you <laughs> I don't yeah. see, it feels awkward. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, but like unshakable. Let's stick with yes. that. Um, to be in, so grounded and unshakable. Um, one thing that I think is really important, you said it, was like to not worry about what other people are, are doing. Like don't compare yourself to other people. And if you're recognizing that you are, um, take yourself out of that situation. So I actually talked about this on my Instagram story. Um, being aware, like, are you consuming more on social media than you're, than you're creating? And if you are, most likely you're getting in your head about things. Are you going straight to just scrolling? Or are you like, have you ever felt like this? Or do you feel like you've created a routine to kind of avoid that, Courtney? hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so hard. Like even when you get to a point where you are confident, like, yes, you can always grow. You can always improve. But even when you get, feel like you've gotten to that point, there's society or whatever you want to call it, like influences come in and you do fall into that. But I think you have the tools to get out faster. Exactly. You said that perfectly. That is the other thing that I think a lot of people assume that confidence, once you find confidence, self-confidence, mm, yeah. that it's just this destination. And you're like, okay, I'm confident now. I'm done. I'm I don't done. Do anymore. <laughs> and that's not true. That's not the case. You are going to have to constantly work at it. That's why when I share a lot about my anxiety and depression, because I think people want this persona of what confidence looks like and you have to be on all the time. And that's not true. You're going to have to fight for you and you're going to mm. have to step into that. Um, but I call it being you know, uncondition showing yourself unconditional love. So like even on your worst days, you're still a baddie. You're still like mm-hmm. confidence. It doesn't mean that you're any less worthy of showing yourself love and stepping into that confidence. So reminding yourself at that every single day. And that's what I was talking about. Like I even like a couple of days ago, I was recognizing I'm like, why am I getting so caught up on Instagram stories mm-hmm. and their filters? And it was because I was like Gosh those filters, man, I, and and, you know, I talk about body, body positivity and confidence, but then, you know, it's very easy to just throw on a filter on one of those. There's nothing wrong with them. Y'all. I think they're cute. I love them. Like still will use them, (laughs) but it does. If you're recognizing that you're starting to put yourself down when you're seeing yourself without a filter in the mirror, step away from that. Either stop you know, stop using them as much or try not to, you know, be comparing yourself, remind yourself what's real and remind yourself that these images that we're taking in of other people are so filtered, so filtered. Um, and if you start to let go of that comparison and recognize it's okay to have texture on your skin, it's okay. Like I, that was my thing. I was like having, you know, skin issues cause it's, you know, that time of the month and I was getting so caught up in it. And so I recognized I needed to stop worrying about what other people were doing, show up authentically as I was without a filter and share mm-hmm. how I was feeling because there are other people that feel the same way you know? 
Yeah, I, I love that you touched on that. It's an interesting topic. I'm not going to lie. I use filters. I love the filters. I was like, this is super cute. <laughs> I love um, them all. <laughs> and like, I, you know, when it comes to my photos, the most that I'll edit is lighting or yeah. like a preset. I have not gotten to the point, nor will I ever get to the point of changing my body. Mm-hmm. I know people personally who, and it's whatever, it is what it is, but just know that there are people out there constructing their body in an app that makes it smaller or bigger than what it actually is. I'm sorry. I just think that's taking it too far. Yeah, I wish. Again, uh, who am I to speak? I use filters, but. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is, that's what's so hard is like in this, this is so new, right? Like online and selling things online and showing up online is so new that there's nothing that says what's right or wrong. So it's like having to figure out what's right. No one will know, right? If people yeah. filter things, people change things. Cause you can do it. These apps now are crazy. Like they, they can do it. It's so scary, but I think it's so important to explain to people that that does happen. And to remind yourself, if you do catch yourself thinking like, oh, I have to do this, you don't have to do anything. I do think if you do adjust anything, at least let people know, like, hey, like, I definitely threw this on there. That's one thing. I don't, I'm not a fan of it. I don't think it's great, but I'm not going to judge someone because typically someone that is doing that is struggling so hard with their body image, you know? Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask you, like the people doing it Mm -hmm. deep down, like, is there something more Mm-hmm. Most almost, and that's the other thing that I see is, I love what I do with my program because I work with a lot of different women, different sizes. I work with smaller women, I work with um, larger women, and they're able to see the other side. So even my larger women that would think, oh, they would never struggle with like body dysmorphia or anything like that, they can see, wow, I didn't even realize that they struggle too, and then vice versa on both yeah. sides. And I think it's important to understand that if someone is you know, trying to alter things, trying to show things, most likely they're struggling with things. And that goes with like another lesson that I learned about confidence is if anyone's ever trying to put you down or make you feel less than, or tell you, you can't do something, they're usually struggling with their own insecurities. Mm -hmm. They're not happy in their job or they're not happy in their body. So when they see you showing up confidently, taking chances, going all in on yourself, they feel threatened by it. Or maybe they feel, maybe it's a friend that you have. If you have a close friend and they feel like she's going to leave me behind if she continues to succeed. And I think that's something that you have to let go of. You can't, you can't make decisions based on other people's reactions, even if it's people that you love. Right. I actually heard someone say this this morning, actually I watched a video and he said something about what people operate out of whatever state they're in. So So like if they're in an anxious state, their reactions are going to operate from that state. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean one thing that I've learned through life is people who have insecurities, who don't love themselves, they hurt other people. We, we all do it. Like just our subconscious takes over and it's, we can react, but I think the most important part is what you do after you react. That's one Mm -hmm. thing that I've learned through my healing journey is, Mm -hmm. Oh shoot. Like I can still, I still have times where I react, but I catch it after I'm like, Oh shoot. Like, 
shoot, that was a child wound. Like, (laughs) (laughs) But that's growth. I think that's another thing people need to recognize is like just becoming more aware of our thoughts and our actions. That is powerful. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't necessarily stop it, quote unquote, soon enough, just being aware is the first step and you're going to grow from that. Would you not say that that's something that you've noticed in yourself too? A hundred percent. And like, just like confidence doesn't mean it's you get there and you stop. Nope. Just because you healed one thing, it, it's going to show up in yes. different ways. But I, back to like people who hurt other people, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you have to, what do I want to say? You want to recognize it for what it is, but it doesn't mean that you have to allow that behavior. Exactly. I um, want to emphasize that because I was in a situation where I allowed that mm-hmm. and it actually affected me long term. So. You have to be having confidence in yourself actually forces you to put a boundary in front of that. And that's hard. And I think that's the growth that a lot of people don't talk about because some people, when they see confidence, they just see the outside when really so much of it is on the inside. And a lot of it has to do with recognizing your self-worth and then creating boundaries around it, even when they're hard. Like you said, when you care about someone and they're starting to bring you down, you have to recognize if they're not going to rise up with you, you might have to cut ties. You might have to create a boundary um, in order to protect that healing in yourself. And there's a difference between a wall and a boundary. I've talked about this before, like where if you're just setting up a wall because you're afraid of letting other people Mm. in versus a boundary where it's like, no, these people are trying to seep into your your self-worth and bring you down in a negative way. They're not trying to help you at all. And there's no growth coming up on their end. I usually try and give people the benefit of a doubt, but not to the point where it's breaking you down. So I'll like communicate your boundaries, communicate where you're coming from with that person. Um, And then if they're still not willing to see that perspective and want to grow with you, Sometimes you got to let them go when it's hard. Yeah. That's one thing that I've learned in entrepreneurship. Like you lose a lot of relationships. I I mean, I'm just going to say it like it is like, it's not a bad thing because Mm -hmm. whatever is meant for you will stay with you or whoever's meant for you will stay with you. Um, But we get so caught up in, oh my gosh, like that relationship, that friendship, that Mm -hmm. partnership, you know, maybe everything happens for a reason, but you do with growth comes losing people, losing opportunities. And I feel like God puts certain people in our lives, um, sometimes for just a season and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And that was really hard for me. Um, as I grew recognizing that me too. It's okay. You know, it's okay if you're, you're losing friends or not even necessarily losing, but if that relationship changes, people are going to, you know, help be a part of your growth in some form or fashion. But as you grow, that relationship might change or might completely, you know, not become something anymore. And that's okay. And that's what I have to keep telling myself. I would always say, and that's okay. If I'm ever struggling yeah. with that thought, that was a big one. 
For and sure. That's okay. Uh, I should start <laughs> saying that too. I finish all my sentences. Like if you're feeling a certain way, that's what I do with confidence. Instead of getting down on myself, like, oh, you're not being confident today. You're not showing up. It's like, I feel like shit. I feel like crap today. And that's okay. I, you know, I'm struggling with this and that's okay. Just take yeah. this pressure off of yourself that you have to do something a certain way, just because it looks like the person that you're comparing yourself to is doing it that way. When most likely they're not, there's so much going on in the background with their own journey that you can't can't compare journeys side by side. No. Well, you know, I started comparing myself like in entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. it, I had to mute people. Same. And again, that's friends. a form of self-worth. That's a form yeah. of self self-respect. Mm-hmm. It's nothing it has nothing to do with them. No. It's putting that boundary in place. Oh yeah. Like, hey, I you're doing great, but yeah. I'm over here like struggling, so I'm just yeah. going to mute you for a little bit. And it can be your best friends. And I, I actually, every launch, I mute all my, all my oh, business yeah, that's smart. literally every launch and they know I do. And they're not upset about it. I like, I'm not, I might not tell every single one, but my closest, they know that that's like my mode in order to focus. And that's okay. It's a beautiful thing. If I'm going to seek out to support them, I'll like look their name up, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're close enough with those people. So I think being aware of that. And instead of coming from a place of judgment, recognize that, you know, this is just, where I'm at right now. And it's okay. Maybe down the road, it won't sway you at all seeing other things. But right now you might need to unfollow some people that are making you feel less than whether it's a high school friend or another business owner or, you know, someone else with a different body type. Like if you find yourself comparing, let them go. (laughs) Take them off. Isn't it crazy how we've gotten to this point? Like with social media? It's wild. Like where would we be today without social media? I just like, sometimes I'm like, It'd be like quiet. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. So Courtney, I don't know if you know. So my little brother, um, not little anymore. He's like 27, 28. But um, he uh, has, we have like a family farm and he is fully like off the grid, like makes his own stuff. They have their own power, their own well, like they're off the grid. And it's so, so I literally get a glimpse into that life when I'm with them. And it's really honestly amazing to see. And, and so you have to figure out like some days I'm like, Oh, I just want to delete everything. You know, but, I as, know. A business, <laughs> but as a business owner, it's not, you know, right now in this day and age, it's not possible. You're not, you're, unless you shift to, to completely brick and mortar, that's probably not going to be the way to go, mm-hmm. but finding a good balance and feeling grounded in yourself, I think is going to help you go farther. If you're getting caught up every single day, whether you got a certain amount of likes on a post or not, that is going to break you down. But if you just use it as a tool, kind of like you talked about before, if you use social media as a tool to support what you want, support your dreams, support your confidence, then you can go far with it. And I think that's something more of us need to do because it's only going to get crazier in my eyes. I know. Like the whole virtual reality world coming. I don't, I don't even know what meta is, but my yeah. brain is like, my brain is like, don't think about that. Right I, can't, now. I can't. My future kids are screwed. I know. That's the other thing I think about. You asked me that question about like, what would I say to my younger self? And I think about that. And I've actually had some younger girls reach out to me before on social media and they are struggling. Worse than really? Yeah. It's, it's scary, Courtney. Oh okay. My so God. Couple, 
couple things I see, I've had a mom reach out to me that her daughter, who's like 12, and she wants to get a nose job at 12. I didn't even think about Oh that. my gosh. At 12. And it's because she's getting these, these filters on, they use Snapchat and things like that. Yeah. So they're using filters and they're seeing other girls and they're seeing all this makeup and everything. And again, there's nothing wrong with a lot of these things, but when you're, when you're, you as a kid, you're absorbing so much of it and you're comparing and you can't help yeah. that this is what's I'm supposed to do. And we're, you know, it's literally like a dopamine that goes off when you get a like on something. And what these kids are doing is they'll post something and if it doesn't get enough likes, they take it down. They, they I have care. heard that. So, and it really happens. And then I had another girl reach out and it's like, she's getting bullied. Like they do this thing where they'll like, I don't know how Snapchat, I'm not on Snapchat anymore, but apparently the kids are, the kids are on all that stuff, but they'll like, the kids, look at us talking like, I I am that person now, the kids these days, it's like so bitter, kids these days, I'll only listen to like 90s throwback, because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's better, no, it's, it's bad, but um, seeing that, it makes me really think like, and I think this would help you if you are someone who's like our age or older and you're thinking about like, what do you want your future, either kids or just generations that you're impacting? What would you want them to see in you and start mm-hmm. showing up for them in that way? And I think about that because I work with a lot of moms and their biggest why is like, I want, I don't want what I had, um, seeing my mom, you know, go on these diets constantly put down when she would look in the mirror, like be super negative towards herself, constantly being on a diet, constantly just saying that you need to lose weight. And, and I just don't, I think if we as women could let that go, we'd yeah. have so much more space in our brain to just fuck be empowered, be so powerful and right? just change the world. And I'm not saying that as like, just to be weird. I mean that like we could change the world if we let go of all these things that I believe society and capitalism are trying to make us just be bogged down by. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's why I do what I do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy that you talked about like the, just the younger generations, like sometimes I think about that. Like when I put on a filter, like I'm not helping. Like I'm not helping. It's, it's more so personal. Like, and, and that's hard too. Cause then you're like, I mean, I deal with that too. That inner like feeling of like, is it bad to do that? And even knowing your angles, like with photos, I'm like, I know my body. Oh can, yeah. You know, my body can look real snatched in one angle and then, another angle. <laughs> and then another angle it can be like, I can have, I have rolls and I'm like, um, yep. you know, all those things. And so it's like, what is helping, what is hurting? And I think that it's okay for that to like change and develop down the road. So if right now I like personally, like I'm still going to use filters, but I'll be open about it. And I'm trying to do every Friday filter free Friday where I'll show up yeah, on Friday I love without that. a filter. Yeah. I just think it'll be a good challenge and just kind of showing, even I've seen something that's very small, but where, um, people will show up with a filter. And if you take your hand, this is something that's important. You take your hand and you put it halfway over your face. I love that I'm showing this on a podcast. No, no, <laughs> but like you have the filter on and you show, if you cover up half your face, it'll like glitch. The filter will glitch and it'll show you what differences it's making. And it shows you that this is not like, you have to understand that like, this is not real. Like I don't look like this. Oh, cool. And so try, I'm, I'm, I want to try and do more of that. And it doesn't mean you don't like, no one has to feel bad for using filters or editing photos um, for lighting purposes. I do think that adding body again, that's on that's on them. I know they're dealing with a lot, but if you are trying to make an impact on people, ask mm-hmm. yourself what kind of impact do I want to make? And um, 
but yeah, it's, it's a crazy world. I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> do you think it'll ever go back to like non filters or is it just going to get worse? I don't know. I've seen actually, so some, I'm like weirdly into like learning about all this. Cause it's very interesting to me. Cause just like I said, technology is new. Some mm-hmm. countries are actually requiring that if you, mod- if you modify your body on a photo that you have to state, it has to have something stating that you've done that. Oh, um, wow. There's like two countries that have done it that are like Ireland or something. So I would love for that to be a thing just because we are going to be with this whole metaverse, whatever we're going to be on screens more. We're going to be like the image that we're putting out online is going to become like our image. And it's scary because I think that's going to make people want to hide behind that image that they've portrayed Mm -hmm. online and not actually show up in real life. And that scares me. That's something that I don't want to happen. Well, that's the whole like virtual reality coming in. Like, okay, you can just sit behind a screen all day and like actually meet or like, have you, What's um game one movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's literally happening right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what? It's it's crazy. If you and haven't it, watched it, watch it. That's yeah, literally Facebook came out with Meta Meta. Meta, yeah, whatever. Meta. That's like the direction supposedly yeah. that we're yeah. going. I mean, I'm hoping like in an idol world, I would love for people to just recognize how technology, how online can help you, but then still be grounded in yourself and recognize that that's not everything. Like something that helped me is like, what would you be doing if you didn't have the internet? What are things that you would be doing? And so take some time offline. So as a business owner, my suggestion for you is take a week off the internet. Like Mm -hmm. if you haven't done that in a while, take a full week off. And it's really interesting to see like, how much you reach for your phone and how much you, I actually have my clients do this when they start with me, they audit all of their, every single one of the people that they follow, they go through. And if any of them make them feel inferior, they unfollow them or mute them. And it's not something where it's a judgment on that person. It's just where you're at right now with your journey. And then the other thing I have them doing is I have them take a week off of social media and try and recognize like, what do I want to do and spend my time with that's not on a screen? Because we're getting on screens more and more. And then as a business owner, I still recommend you do that too. And then also just be intentional with everything that you do. If you can be more intentional with why am I pulling up Instagram right now? Oh, it's because I want to have a post or it's because I do want to socialize with some of the people and respond to my comments or go in and talk to other coaches or whatever that is, but do it with intention. Otherwise you get sucked in the scroll and it's literally designed to time suck you to get rid of everything. And, um, I said suck by the way, S U C K. Um, it's really designed to, to hold you back. And I think that if you, if you can stay grounded, like you talked about Courtney and who you are, then you won't get caught up in, um, where this stuff is going because it yeah. will get crazier. Yeah. And I think that groundedness can come from like anything really. Like for me, it comes from God, like being mm-hmm. grounded in like who he created me to be. Like we're all Absolutely. brothers and sisters in Christ, but maybe mm-hmm. it's for someone else. It's being grounded in the daily practices that you do that help keep you grounded. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's yoga, journaling. Like I love that. Maybe you're connected to a higher power, whatever it may be. But I think always stemming from why are we here? Mm-hmm. We're not here to post on social media. We're not no. here. Like that's not why we're here. No. So taking it back, a, 
knocking yourself down a few notches. <laughs> yeah. Let go of the ego of like yeah. followers. Cause that stuff doesn't mean anything. I've talked to people who have hundreds of thousands of followers, people that have only a few. And if you recognize that in the end, like you said, we're all just people and we just need to show each other love. And I love how you said being grounded with God, with the universe, whatever it is that you believe. I think that that's so important because otherwise you will hold your self-worth to mm, yep. numbers, to things outside of that. And so You'll I love lose how yourself. you said that. You will. You will. It's so easy to lose yourself. Mm-hmm. And another thing I would say with being grounded is getting reconnected with yourself, um, getting reconnected with our body. Um, I do this with my clients through finding your confidence is instead of trying to find the solution outside, really focus on inside you. Like what are some things you can do that are going to make you feel more connected to yourself? And so very simple stuff, like just being like (laughs) grounding in the sense of like going out in the dirt, putting your feet in the dirt out in the sun and just breathing and focusing on your connection to God's planet, to the earth. And that's something that really, really helped me, um, you know, disconnect from my screen and reconnect to myself, um, Mm -hmm. doing something simple, like drawing a bath or like putting lotion on your body. And while you're doing that, just thinking about putting, like putting that level of love into your body as you're doing those things, even where you're at now, instead of, I think our immediate thought process so often is to we're we're looking at our body in the mirror or we're getting dressed and we're just putting ourselves down immediately. Mm-hmm. We're in this negative state constantly when it comes to our relationship with our body. And our body has helped us through our hardest days. You know, our body keeps showing up even when sometimes we treat it like crap. Mm-hmm. And our body deserves that level of unconditional love. And so if you can start doing that and reconnecting with your body, it's going to help you not feel so stuck on thinking that you need a certain number of followers, a certain weight, a certain whatever, in order to start stepping into your confidence within you. Well, and as women, like we're truly powerful. Absolutely. We can birth a human yeah. into the world. Like what? <laughs> and have a business and yes. have a family. Like, I'm sorry. If you focus on that, like you are truly powerful. Maybe it's Maybe one practice is looking in the mirror and, okay, what is one thing I love about myself today? I like how my hair looks. Good. Call it a day. Like, that's one thing. I think you can find one thing every day. Yep. I I think that that's really powerful. What I have my clients do with that is... um, because some days it is hard. Some days it's like your yeah. hardest days and you do struggle. So if you do, if you are someone who like the days are few and far between where you can look in the mirror and see something, whenever you do, write it on a sticky note and put it on the mirror. And that. that way it starts to build up. And that way on the days where you're like, all you can think about is the negative and bringing yourself down, you can look up at that mirror and see all the things. Also, if you struggle to think about yourself, text a friend or a family member or someone that just knows you and be like, Hey, like, I know this is random, but like, what are three things that you really like about me? And write those things down. I do this. If you are a a coach and you have clients, anytime I have clients share like how I've changed their lives, I save that into, I call it my fuzzy folder. So I have a folder that literally says that (laughs) and it makes me feel so good. Because if you're getting caught up in the, the messiness of, of other things and getting caught in comparison, come back to your why. Come back to seeing like, wow, I am making this level of an impact on this many people. Instead of thinking that you have to have 
a hundred thousand followers, focus on the five followers you have that are liking all your stuff or the people that are commenting or the people that, that actually invested to work with you. That is powerful. And if you focus more on those relationships and creating real connection, mm-hmm. you're going to go way farther than people who are just seeking the statistics and the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said that. Mm-hmm. So wrapping up, mm-hmm. what are a few like I know we've talked a few of them like actionable steps, but what are some other tangible, actionable steps that people can take, maybe three, to mm-hmm. work towards feeling more confident in themselves? Absolutely. Um, number one would be be aware of your words. So anytime you say something negative or think something negative towards yourself, I need you to stop like mid-sentence, stop before it even finishes, and then shift towards re- reminding yourself that that's not true. That's a lie that I'm telling myself. Um, and then shift into more positive thoughts. You might not be able to get to the positive thoughts yet, but at least stop the thought before you complete the sentence. So that would be the first thing I would say. Um, The second thing is do something to show your body love every single day, Um, Mm -hmm. whether it's going outside and getting some sunshine or cooking a meal that's going to make you feel really good, going on a walk, do something to show yourself love every single day. If you're not sure, what I do every morning is ask yourself, how can I show myself love today and see what comes out from the journaling. Mm -hmm. Um, and then number three, get really clear on your vision of what confidence looks like to you. Um, so if you take a second to just write down, like, this is what confidence looks like to me and what are you doing more of? What are you saying no to? What are you like bringing into your life, calling into your life for that confidence? How do you act? What things are you like eating? Where are you going? What are you doing? Like, I know that sounds really like why would you ask all these questions? It's not there yet, but, but actually getting a clear vision on what that could look like in your life makes it to where your brain can see it, mm-hmm. believe it and create it. If you're stuck on just thinking, I'm not them, I don't look like them. You were never going to get anywhere. Instead, if you can create a vision on this is what I want, this is what I will create. It is a way more empowering space to be and you will get there. You will create that confidence in your life because it's already there. You're just starting to tap into it. Mic drop. <laughs> she, if you're, you can't see her, but she, like, her passion was coming through. I love that you said one thing. I'm trying to remember the book. Um, doing something every day that makes you happy. Mm. There's a book that I did. It was something like 30 things to me. Or thirty. Okay, writing that down. <laughs> I'll have to look it up, but it, I'll throw it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, I'll, perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was a book that for thirty days I had to do one thing every day that made me happy, and I loved it. It was like oh. take a dance class, cool. Go get a massage or go for a walk. Like, I love that. Little things. Love it. It's amazing. So yeah, I'll definitely put it in the show notes. Yeah, definitely gonna try that. Awesome. So do you have any last words for this episode? Oh man. I mean, this has been an amazing, amazing time. Um, if any of this resonated with you, definitely let me know. Don't hesitate to reach out to me in online on Instagram. Yeah, where, where can they find you? So uh, Jago Fit Life is my Instagram. You can go to jagofitlife.com. Um, and my podcast is called Confidently Uncomfortable with Jago. So feel free to check that out too. I love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, we, I, could, I feel like we could talk about this 
for oh my gosh, another hour. But this has been awesome, Courtney. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to do another one, break down more. Uh, who knows? We could talk about anything. But thanks for listening. And if you don't have any other words, no. Thank cool. you. Appreciate thanks it. for listening, guys. And thanks for coming on the show. Thanks. See ya. Bye. As always, thanks for listening. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or on Instagram to help support the show. If you want additional resources to help you grow your business, you can find them on my website at CourtneyMarieCo.com or below in the show notes.